<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, where can I get myself an Avengers t-shirt? You know, with our favorite Avengers, Hulk and Hawk Guy and Thur and Iron Person. I, I want one. Yes, please. Me I too. Wa- I want I want it. But this is a Fred Dillon Productions podcast. Woo! <laughs> can we? Can I get one Avengers? 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 You want an Avengers? I have. I'll take an Avengers. Avengers. All right. I want an Avengers. <laughs> I I want to get just a solo team one, especially with the purple guy with the mustache, and yeah. the, and the protruding nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaja. And I'm here just to say that we're sick of these elves coming over here and taking our germs. <laughs> they took our germs. They took our germs. I'm Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of everything that we have at our disposal with webcams mm. and mics and headphones. All the headphones. All of the headphones wired for sound. And lentil chips. And, oh. ooh. <laughs> and green tea. Mm. And morning coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and just cuteness. And cuteness in the form of folia. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, thanks for being here. Thanks for watching if you are. Thanks for listening if you are. We very much appreciate that. Um, let's kick things off by checking in as we always do with what we've been watching. Yes. Weekly. Mm-hmm. And the last seven days. Yes. Fulia. Hi. What have you got for us? Um, so the last seven days haven't really been like, I haven't really been watching much. <laughs> You know how the week before it was watch all the things because it was Disney Plus Day. Yeah. Now it's now it's like oh okay it's gone quiet now. <laughs> that was my week. Back to normal now. <laughs> Back to the normal TV watchings. Uh, so I am continuing my watch through of Mash whenever I'm just feeling like just something to have in the background because I know the show from back to front. <laughs> I've watched it that nice. many times. <laughs> Um, I ha- I did decide to watch something new just to sort of say, hey, I watched something new. <gasps> and it was, what? Uh, what? Uh, I watched an anime that's been sitting on my uh, watch list for a little while uh, called, and get ready for this because it's a long one. I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. And I watched the first two episodes of that. <laughs> 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 that is the title of... The anime. Wow. <laughs> I Believe love finding these. Believe it or not, I think I've heard that before. Yeah. 
<laughs> I hope it's not false advertising. It does. It, does it do what it says on the tin? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay, hundred percent does. Yeah, 100% does. Uh, it, it's like the first episode pretty much sets up the the life of this person um, who then dies and then gets um, gets to be reincarnated into whatever she wants, mm-hmm. uh, and she decides that she wants to be a witch. In where, you know, she can do whatever she wants, eat, sleep, and do activities whenever she wants, whatever she wants. She gets to do it in a nice, tranquil place because she died overworking herself in an office. Interesting. Yes. So she just wants to have a life where she doesn't have to work, essentially. Fair. Yeah. Um, so she, she gets to, yeah, I know, she gets to live in this nice fantasy world. Yeah. Um, and apparently she had, she found out that where she lives, there's these little slime things that started attacking her. Um, and they look harmless, but apparently they're not harmless. No. <laughs> uh, so she's kind of like been going about killing like about, I think she said like 20 to 25 of them a, a day. Wow. For for three hundred years, um, and it like being that she that she's they've got like levels. It sounds like a, like an RPG yeah. game. <laughs> so this person has essentially gone three hundred years of doing the same thing every day, um, and she got to level ninety nine, and she's like the only level ninety nine witch in this village. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like almighty and powerful, but she really doesn't want any attention. She just wants to live a quiet life. But then people find out that she's a level 99 witch and then start asking to to battle her to see how tough she really is. (laughs) Show me what you got. Essentially. (laughs) Everybody keeps asking her. And then a dragon comes along and does the same thing. And then the dragon gets put put in their place then later on, we find out that the dragon can actually revert into human form. Um, and she is then, uh, she decides that she wants to be the pupil of this witch. Mm. And be like, teach me your ways. <laughs> teach me your things. Yeah, yeah. So, teach me. <laughs> and in return, she has to help with look af- looking after the house that the dragon destroyed during the battle. Yeah. So, <laughs> she's like, the witch was just like, you're going to make sure you fix my house, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they had to rebuild. They had to rebuild the house. And yeah. So now she has to be like the housekeeper. <laughs> the dragon is the housekeeper now. <laughs> I am the housekeeper now. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's so far, I've watched the first two episodes and I'm really enjoying it. And it's kind of, it's cute. It's funny. It's got some nice sort of fantasy adventures um, and some battles and stuff. So that's been quite fun. Lovely. Um, and then the last couple of things that I did get to watch, not necessarily TV or film related, but uh, gaming related. And they were um, some presentations that happened during the week. One of them being the Nintendo Direct, which I will mention later on. Oh. And <laughs> we'll talk about it later on. Sure. Um, and the last thing, of course, within the same 10-hour space was the State of Play by PlayStation. <laughs> so Nintendo decided to put their Direct up 
um, like in the morning for America, which was very late at night for us. And then the state of play was in the evening for America, which was early in the morning for us. Right. <laughs> so within that, like, I think it was like an eight to 10 hour window. Mm-hmm. They were like, here, have two different presentations and have all of the games. Nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And meanwhile, of- Ma- Microsoft is going, eh, we've yeah. done stuff. <laughs> and over the week, and I think uh, during the, I think it was like during the week, no. The weekend of D23, the Ubisoft Forward happened as well, which is um, the, the game developers Ubisoft. Yes. Um, and they called their presentations the Ubisoft Forward. Right. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I didn't actually watch that one, but I heard some of the things that came out of it, um, including something that was uh, talked about in the Nintendo Direct, which was um, Mario plus Rabbids, because that's a Ubisoft game. Uh, um, but yeah, they did cross. a collaboration with Nintendo. Mm. Um, so the new the new Sparks of Hope game will be coming out sometime soon. Uh, so they did like a trailer for that with like gameplay. Um, and, you know, announcing an extra character, which I can't remember what it was. But anyway, um, yeah. So lots of good gaming goodness came out of both of those. Um, both of those presentations. But I will talk about one of them a little bit later on. That's pretty much what I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Michael. Hello. Hello. What have you been watching? Well, I've been watching the stuff that's been coming out. <laughs> uh, especially on the Friday, watch the new new uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, and it's getting very interesting. Mm. And another, another time jump. There's, Better slow down. You've only got 200 years. Remember that. I know, Jesus. (laughs) And also, yeah, and characters coming in and and doing their stuff. It's it's really good. It's really good. It's really exciting. Yes. Uh, Also, um, Lord of the Rings, of course, the Rings of Power, uh, with my quick little joke at the start of the episode... The elves taking out game, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is from that episode, not directly quoted. It's more no. of a paraphrase, uh, but it just made me think. They took out Jim. It's very good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they're not going to last for long. Spoilers. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty, the new Rick and Morty coming out. Uh, yes, I, I enjoyed one half of the storyline uh, the other one is like really we're, we're still doing die hard things <laughs> <laughs> it's like come on Brooklyn Nine-Nine has pretty much done that to death we, yeah. we don't need more die hard stuff yeah yeah Summer's doing the die hard it's like, that's yeah. fair I mean they, it was kind of interesting that uh, it was uh, she has never seen die hard and that sort of thing but they sort of crapped it at the end <laughs> I, I, I sort of felt but it was a it was more of an interesting story with Rick being in uh, the uh, the Roy game, trying yeah. to sa- save Morty. Yeah, uh, that mm-hmm. uh, I found found that more interesting and funny and cool. Uh, anyway, fair enough. Um, also, uh, didn't didn't really have time to watch Firefly, of course. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I didn't really have time to do Avatar. I've only uh, I'm oh. up, I'm up to season three. Uh, I've yes. only seen the first episode, but that was at the end of the week. 
uh, and I thought, well, I better better start doing it this this week. But but I went through one episode, and at the end of it, I <laughs> when it was dealing with um, fathers and stuff, it's like mm, I need uh, I need to stop <laughs> <laughs> just for a bit. I need to sa- savor the en- end of the season. Uh, so, so I can see where it's ramping up. It's also good. And the reason why I had no time is because I completely binge-watched the entire season of Cobra Kai, season yeah. five. Hell yes. Very enjoyable. Uh, at the end, I honestly thought they were going to kill a character. And I thought, Me too. Maybe do that because I think it's sort of favouring the fact that they should do something like that, mm. just because so, it's getting more interesting and the way, way things are going. And mm-hmm. I'll just double check if it's not in the news. Yes, it's in the news, so I won't talk about that. And <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's de- definitely definitely uh, uh, interesting story, and hopefully it'll tie up nicely in the next season or beyond future. Mm. And that's basically my week. I've been I've been watching the things that have been coming out, as well as the Cobra Kai, and maybe next week Firefly. Don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I need to save a um, uh, Avatar, so mm. I need I need to co-watch that with something that I don't particularly care about. Oh, okay. I see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway, uh, what about you, Kendall? <laughs> Do you not care about stuff? <laughs> Man, I wish I didn't care about stuff. Life would be so much easier. Um, <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Cobra Kai, I also finished season five. Um, managed to binge the rest of it during the week. Um, and yeah, very intense la- last episode. Mm. Um, like the last couple were pretty intense. Um, but, uh, but yeah, very, very enjoyable. I mean, probably not the best season of the show overall, yeah. um, so far, but it's still very good and it's still enjoyable. And they did some things, uh, that, you know, made me cry, um, <laughs> with certain characters and things that I was just like, okay, this is, this is fucking sick. Um, so yeah, very happy for Cobra Kai to keep going. Um, I feel like they've probably only got one, maybe two more seasons left in them and then they're done. Um, but that's okay. Um, you know, the fact that they've got five seasons on, on Netflix is uh, impressive, <laughs> yeah. considering Netflix's track record. Wow. Of things. Wow. Well. Wow. I know. I know that. Yeah, the first two seasons were on are on YouTube, and so technically, this season six would be the fourth season, and then that's probably when it would be uh, facing chopping block. <laughs> and that's the track record. <laughs> Yes, that is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Hope, I'm um, yeah. We'll see, but it's it's good. I'm very glad to have watched and enjoyed. I also yes, watched Rick and Morty. I actually went the opposite way with Mike. I actually enjoyed the Die Hard part of the story. Oh, you would, than, you would. Then <laughs> <laughs> the in the Roy game. Although I I really liked that concept, and I noticed something was off straight away because all of these characters were just. Talking like Morty, and they all—they were all voiced by, by Justin Roiland. They were all voiced by Justin Roiland, and, and they all sounded okay, this Morty-ish. Is beyond, this is beyond reproach. We know that he does a lot of voices in it. Yeah, 
It was very funny. It was very yeah. funny. And I kind of liked that they started the episode in the middle of the action. Like, we didn't really get any preamble. It was like, we're in this. This is what's happened. Now we're dealing with it. Um, <laughs> Summer do a die hard. Summer do a die hard. And Peter Dinklage doing, like, a Hans Gruber yeah. sort of impression was quite funny as well. Oh. I was trying to p- p- pinpoint here, uh, who's doing the voice because I've heard it before. I thought it was uh, I thought it was Benedict Cumberbatch for a second, but I thought no, uh, he can actually do a pretty decent Alan Rickman, so I don't yes, think it can. was him. And it would probably be interesting of him doing a voice in a Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty th- thing, considering uh, one of the writers was for um, uh, 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 Madness that one. Multiverse of ma- Madness. Multiverse Memphis yes. Madness. Madness yes, yes, Memphis. <laughs> Morty of Madness, Mufus. Morty of Madness. And it would be cool <laughs> doing like a, do, doing that thing. But no, it was Peter Dinklage. So I thought, ah, oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to look up who it was. I was like, I know that voice. Who the hell is it? And it's Peter Dinklage. So that was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I also watched some more Arcane. Um, I've only got two episodes left. Man, it's such a bloody good show. I'm yeah. l- loving it. It's so good. I'm so glad. Highly recommend people watch arcane holy shit good storytelling very good story i don't have time kendall <laughs> after firefly yep. well it's never going to be watched <laughs> um yes and of course house of the dragon um where I'll, all i'll say is uh incestoros strikes again um oh wow <laughs> no <laughs> it's one of those things is like did they or didn't they um, why do you say that? Mm, because it was filmed in a way to be more up in the air about it. Yeah, but they were making out. No, they were making out, yes. <laughs> and the pants were down. And the pants were down. But, but, but they, it was filmed in a very, you are correct, yes, it was filmed in a very um, stylized way. Yeah. And they're yes. doing that a to lot. To assume, it, yeah, well, that things happen. They're doing that yes. a lot in this in this show, just like the same as in the first episode, where mm. did he say or didn't he not say that um, uh, his son uh, was uh, heir heir for a day, mm. and and they didn't really specify. It's like, did he say it or did he not? I'm thinking they're doing that a lot. And I was like, yes, that's very interesting because uh, the original story was actually through the eyes of a uh, of a unreliable narrator. So mm, mm-hmm. it, it's sort of that happening. And I'm and I'm more interested in, in, in that sort of storytelling. It's like mm. it's very vague, but it's interesting at the same time. No, that's that's totally fair. I just like the fact that I've started coining the term incestoros instead of <laughs> Westeros. I just... Oh, yeah. My own, my own um, amusement. No denying it's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good television. It's good. It's, it's, it's very good. Very good TV. I'm very much enjoying House of the Dragon. And to finish off my, um, my weekly watchings, because if I list off everything, we'll be here for a while. Um, I was at uh, a friend's house last night, two of my dear friends. And um, we got to talking, speaking of House of the Dragon, about Matt Smith. And then one thing led to another, and suddenly we were watching some Doctor Who. Oh! <laughs> yes! So, 
Um, Please tell. I, yes. So I watched two very, very good episodes that made me cry and made me shiver in terror. Um, I watched um, Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Very, 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 very good. I much, much enjoyed. Um, yeah. But holy fuck the feels. <laughs> <laughs> it was massive, massive feels train. Um, I was, but yeah. And then, you know, I said, I've said, uh, I'm just insane. It's, it's insane to me that, you know, Doctor Who is actually this fucking amazing. I really, I mean, I know it's good. I've seen good episodes that you guys have both recommended and I appreciate. But I, if I'd really known that it was this fucking good, I would have watched it ages ago. But also the fact that they can do horror like just as good as, if not better than some horror movies I've seen. It's very, it's, I'm just blown away. So, cause oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some fucked up shit in in, yeah. in that episode. Oh, in those episodes. And I was able to watch them all. And it, this is supposed to be a family show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well done. What but was yeah. the other one? Sorry. Uh, so, Silence in the library and and is it Forest of the Dead? Is it the other? Two, it's a two-parter. I think it's called Forest of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a two-parter. Yes, yes. So, I thought it was yeah. separately. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. basically you've seen uh, the introduction and the demise of <laughs> River Song. River Song. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I know who River Song is. Um, I've had that spoiled for me, but um, years ago anyway. So that's my own fault. So but, now you'll understand spoilers. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the ah, oh, but pfft. known this character for like an hour and a half, and I was crying so much, <laughs> and just ah, oh, David Tennant and Alex Kingston, like hats off performance-wise, like holy shit, I was yeah very impressed, and just the whole like you know, she knows who he is, he doesn't know who because he hasn't met her yet, but he you knows. Oh my god, yeah, brilliant, and then the whole like. The the, the the technology that had the you know the, the those ghosts in the like and so the after the people had died they would you could still hear them talking oh that was that was fucked yeah the echoes <laughs> the echoes yeah the oh man that was very impressive so I'm very much enjoyed so I'm I am going to be sitting down and watching all of it very soon I'm gonna do it all may I join you yeah sure. Uh, at least talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I was actually thinking of do, just starting again as well, just to remind myself. Oh, maybe we can incorporate it into the podcast. Oh. Bit of who review. Bit of who review. <laughs> who reviews. Yes. We yeah, well, so. we have at least a year until the 60th, so... Yeah. Yes, we've got a lot of time to kill. Yeah. And fill. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of time and killing and filling, let's get to the rest of our, the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. 
Take it away, me. Um, yes, cool. So, starting the news this week. Uh, don't have any Disney Marvel news, but we got some Sony Marvel news to discuss. Because during the week, Sony an, uh, announced a bit of a, a shake-up in some release dates and uh, some new projects, which we will be talking about shortly. Uh, but in regards to two Spider-Man adjacent related projects, Craven uh, the Hunter and Madam Web both have been delayed now. Um, so Craven the Hunter was supposed to come out this January on the 13th, uh, 2023, but it has now been pushed back to October the 6th, 2023, which was the original release date of Madam Web, which has now been moved out of October 6th down to February 16, 2024. Um, another thing that is worth mentioning is that there is an untitled Marvel Sony movie that was moved from July 12th, 2024 to, uh, sorry, to July 12th from June 7, if I can read correctly. So some there's something else we don't know about that's coming, um, which is quite interesting. Um, but yeah, delays, more delays, no reasons were given whatsoever for the delays um both craven the hunter and madam webb have either finished filming or are in production currently so um interesting maybe there's there's probably just a lot of post-production but i hope i hope it's time for the studios to realize that they need to give the cg artists all the time in the fucking world to get everything done right because mm. we don't want any more morbid times okay <laughs> i've seen the meme You've seen and the meme. that's all I've seen the meme. <laughs> want sex, want sex, or whatever the meme is. Yeah, whatever it is. Matt yes. Smith dancing with his shirt off. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Matthew Smith, we love him. Um, yeah, he's alright. Mike, Michael, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any 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 thoughts, any theories regarding these delays? Well, uh, considering yeah, maybe filming has sort of wrapped up for Craven the Hunter. Uh, I think they're still tweaking Madam Web. Um, maybe this is the start of uh, take it or leave it. If this is good or bad, but a um, bit of uh, uh, overhead interference, saying, "Well, probably need to tweak this and tweak that." So maybe they need to go back mm. for for reshoots or anything like that because they need to cement what they're going to be doing with. Um, this particular um, universe of Spider-Man, which is mm -hmm. part of the MCU, but not part of the MCU. Yes. So it's uh, it's adjacent. So Yes, very much adjacent. In a long way of what um, uh, Fox, uh, the Fox MC, uh, Fox Marvel um, universe is pro possibly going to be by the time that we see a Deadpool 3. Uh, and wondering where where that's going to fit in, or or at least if it doesn't fit in, or it's it's just a it's like a a, a hands away reach from this particular universe that we're watching, but they're all connected in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Um, I can't remember the name of the kid, but it's uh, that every TV show and movie is sort of connected because. Um, uh, there was a kid in a TV show that was, like, in a coma, and the entire show was in his head. 
so that then that means he created all these other shows and then those shows created all these other shows it's sort of, mm. yeah it's sort of like that um i can't remember what what the kids names called but i'm sure a google search use google it's free um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit like that so hopefully they're gonna shape it up into a thing and we're we can't really, really uh, we can't really uh say oh covid so because morbius took like five years to get out mm, yeah so hopefully they'll do something good let's hope so let's hope so let's let's hope that these uh, delays can only mean good things for these mm. two movies fingers crossed all right, moving into the next bit of news, crossing the pond to DC, because we had an interesting announcement from Warner Brothers Discovery this week um, that was uh, not expected, not entirely surprising, because it's been whispered about for a long time, um, but we are getting a long-awaited sequel to Constantine. Um, the Keanu Reeves film from the mid-aughts, um, or mid to late aughts, whenever it came out. And yeah, um, we're getting a continuation of, of that. Keanu is, is coming back. He will be playing John Constantine once more. Um, and, uh, yeah. And Francis Lawrence, who directed the, uh, the first, the, the first film will be returning as well. Um, JJ Abrams is on board to, uh, produce, this film as well, I believe. Let me just fact check myself. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yes, Bad Robot is producing this. Um, the only other thing is that this means that the Constantine um, series that was in the works at HBO Max uh, is not going ahead. Um, that was also going to be produced by J.J. Abrams, so maybe this isn't a. This is like a middle ground. Of like maybe Warner Brothers were like we want Keanu to come back and then JJ's like well I've got this idea I'm like, okay let's make them the same thing um, who knows no word on if Rachel Vice or any of the other cast from the original film will be returning I yeah can't really say either way um, but um, but yeah it'll be interesting to see what Keanu can do with John Constantine all these years later um, hopefully it's a good movie we'll see. Um, Michael, do you have any, any thoughts, theories on this one? Um, not particularly. Uh, I, ha I actually haven't seen this, this one. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. Like, heard... It's not amazing, but it's, it's, oh, no, no, it's I've fine. Heard, I've heard it's good and it definitely has mm. its fo following. I mean, I used yeah. to go, uh, I used to go to uni with a guy who kept on talking about it. It's like, dude, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Constantine yeah. is a is a is a, a known like DC uh, character, uh, definitely in the supernatural sort of realm. And we sort of seen a version of it in in the the Sandman. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, I say a version of it <laughs> just to please all those. And, oh, why did they make him a make him a woman? Because it's a different story. Shut up! It's an adaptation. Mm -hmm. <sighs> anyway, um, yeah. Um, if there's a story uh, to be told, go ahead. Bit of a long time between drinks, <laughs> between movies. Uh, but I don't know if, uh, it, if that's a good thing or not. 
Um, but, you know. Keep putting Keanu in, in stuff. It will make my wife happy. And gives me gives me an excuse to actually watch some Keanu shit. Yes. What about you, Kendall? Yes. Do you like Keanu shit? Yeah. Yeah. Keanu is fantastic, so... I love it's... movies. I love movies. <laughs> You're yeah. beautiful. Oh, whatever it is. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. Next in the news. So, um, one of the things I hinted at earlier uh, when I was discussing the Sony Marvel bit of news, um, in an interesting and surprise move, I would say, uh, Sony has announced that there is going to be a fourth Karate Kid film. Um, or at least a new film set in the Karate Kid world. Um, this is the one that is going to be taking the uh, release date of June 7th, 2024. Uh, and apparently, according to Sony, it is a return of the original Karate Kid franchise. Now, some might say people who are on this show and watch this show, listen to the show, that there is already something happening that is uh, in the Karate Kid universe. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, has returned very, very well to the original franchise. And that is Cobra Kai. Um, What's that? Never heard of it. <laughs> so, of course, um, there was a response from the Cobra Kai camp. One of the co-creators and co-showrunners... John Hurwitz tweeted um, and said, The guys and I would love to make Karate Kid and Cobra Kai movies and hope to someday. But this one isn't from us or focused on the Cobra Kai cast. Don't know much about it, but wish it well. So, interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, I, find it, I find it bizarre that Sony's gone out of the way to say it's a return to the Karate Kid franchise, but... But like, but what do you mean by that? Because you know there were there were four films. Sorry, I said Karate Kid four before, and I forgot myself. Sorry, there were three original films with Ralph Macchio, and then there was the Hilary Swank next Karate Kid. That's technically number four, and then there was the 2010 reboot with Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. Um, that was a reboot slash remake um, of retelling. the retelling film. A retelling re of the original re film. Re so. This new film that they're talking about, I'm not sure if they're saying it's, like, is it a reboot, but you're saying it's returning to the, the Karate Kid franchise, like, the original Karate Kid franchise? Does that mean it's a continuation of, like, you know, where the next Karate Kid finished with Hilary Swank? Are we seeing Hilary Swank again, and this is why she's not showing up in Cobra Kai? Who knows? What the hell? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's, I don't know what's happening. I'm I mean, I'm not worried about Cobra Kai in terms of that show because that's doing pretty fantastically on its own. Um, but, um, but yeah, as far as Sony's concerned, they make some interesting choices. So we'll see, I suppose. We just don't really know what this movie is going to be. But hopefully it's good. We only want good films. Um, yeah. Michael. Hello. Are you, as, are you as confuddled and messed up about this as I am? Because I'm just... A yeah. little bit, um, mm. considering they're being very vague about it. Yeah. So, my first thought is probably a prequel, um, and the Karate Kid oh. 
Yeah, and the Karate Kid being uh, a younger version of Mr. Miyagi. Uh, they could totally be doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe that's in the cards, which is a bit weird because it, it could take place like after uh, Cobra Kai. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they, they just think, well, because uh, Cobra Kai is pretty crash hot at the moment, they need mm. to do something. They need to do something. Let's make a movie. But we can't really make a movie because they're still continuing the story here. Maybe mm. we need to look back. Maybe it's about uh, Mr. Miyagi becoming, um, you know, a guy. Uh, the guy. The guy. But yeah. he's the kid. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Maybe that that'll be it. Shoot me up. I know the I know Karate Kid lore. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can write the script for you. Yeah, Miss Miyagi. It was take place in Japan, and yeah, in the in the in the forties. So yeah. Oh, that would be interesting. It's a war. It's a war movie. And a Karate Kid movie. Yes. A war movie and a Karate Kid movie. Yeah, well... Yeah, they could totally do something along those lines. Um, yeah, that would be that would be cool. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. So, next in the news. Um, well, speaking of franchises, this is certainly interesting. Um... Sony announced that they are making a um, Gran Turismo film based on the video game. What? What? Um, but it's not exactly um, what you're thinking. It's not going to be uh, another version of Fast and the Furious or Need for Speed or anything like that. Bullshit, it's a bit I? Of, <laughs> bit of it. Well, yeah, it probably will be a little bit of smidge of that. But the story that they're using is actually based on true events um it is the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage gran turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver Mm. (laughs) i already hate it (laughs) (laughs) but but in the cast we have david harbour and orlando bloom to start and I think that's fine and the one thing for me that that is preventing me from doubting it is the fact that it is going to be directed by Neil Blomkamp and he has not let me down yet so he is a very good director I love his sci-fi stuff he's fantastic very interesting choice for this movie I think but maybe he had some good ideas I don't know um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not getting Alien Five, so I guess he can make a Gran Turismo movie. Um, yeah. So well, he's already this... doing a District Ten. So yes, this will be coming out. Um, Grant, this Gran Turismo film will be coming out on the eleventh of August next year. So not a huge, huge wait for that one. Just under a year. Uh, but yeah. Um, I messaged my brother about it because he's like a massive Gran Turismo fan and he's uh, he's a lot le- uh, less optimistic than I am <laughs> about it. 
Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, very interesting. Plus, it's a video game adaptation, sort of. So not really. Those, not really. Those just, just insert race car game here. Yeah. <laughs> but like anything that's kind of drawn inspiration from video games or related to video games in terms of adaptations does not historically do very well. Either. <laughs> so, yeah. So, look, yeah. Neil Blomkamp is, is the only thing that's giving me hope for this. But we'll see how it pans out. Fulia, do you have any thoughts on this? Okay. So you're telling me this is a story about... A gamer mm-hmm. who played the game yep. and won it in an esports competition? I guess. Won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. That is the um, synopsis of okay. the movie. I'm sorry, but playing the game does not correlate to driving experience. <laughs> Unless he's got the full rig. But, 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 don't you know that Gran Turismo is the real driving simulator? No. It's that's, that's the that's the tag of the game. <laughs> that's the tagline of the game, guys. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he, he wouldn't be playing it on the controller. He, he, he would have yeah, a steering wheel. Yeah, he'd be playing it on the, the mm, wheels. Doesn't always make it that it's the correct setup. No, but he could be so good that that Nissan are like, yeah, have a chance. Look, let me just Google and see if... Because it says it is actually based on a true story. That's what the statement yeah, says. Yeah, look. Um, I know that it... I, like... Here's the thing. I'm, I've played Gran Turismo maybe uh, back when back in the PlayStation 2 era. That was, more, that was the first time I played Gran Turismo. And that was because my sister picked it up and she was playing it. So um, I joined in with her to play two-player. Um, and that's the only ever time that I did play Gran Turismo. Um, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hype around the actual game itself. Um, especially earlier this year with the new release of, um, Gran Turismo, I think it was seven this year. Yes, Gran Turismo seven came out at the start of the year. At the start of the year. Uh, a lot of people were excited about it. Yep. Um, I, for one, am not huge on car racing games but I don't what about Mario oh Mario Kart that's different though no 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 yes it is no (laughs) um so I have tried playing Forza Horizon I play I tried playing Forza Horizon 4 and a bit of 5 um at at my friend's house and like I don't mind it they're fun uh I'm just I don't know. I'm not one for going real, like real hard on simulator with, the, with those kind of driving simulators. Um, I like some simul. I like some simulator games, just not really. I used to love car racing games back in the day, but I don't really love it that much now. Um, and yeah, but the movie itself. Um, yeah, I I think I need more details about this to be honest, because. It's like it's given it's given you a slight backstory about it, but I'm still a little bit confused because I've never actually heard about this true story. Um, mm. So I'm actually I am a little curious to find out some more detail about it um, to see whether or not you know how much of it is true. But um, yeah, 
I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. I'm just trying to find this. Oh, okay. So there's a. They're saying it's similar to this guy, this this British driver, Jan Mardenborough, um, who is actually my brother's age, which is funny. Um, is a profession is a is a British professional racing driver competing in the Japanese Super GT series. In 2011, he became the third and youngest winner of the GT Academy competition, beating 90,000 entrants. He was rewarded with a drive for Nissan at the Dubai 24-hour race. Subsequently, he competed in the F3 European Championship in the GP3 series, winning a race at Hockenheim. Uh, he also competed in the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Finish, finishing third in the LMP2 class on his debut. He competed for Nissan. Um, but the team withdrew, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't tell if it's like he was given the opportunity because of gaming, though. But yeah. But I, in his picture, he's like, you know, it's GT Academy and it's like Grand, it's the Gran Turismo logo and stuff. Hmm. So. Okay. So, Yeah. Yep. Maybe he was an e an esports racer and then actually became a real racer. Hmm. I can't tell without us me reading the entire Wikipedia yeah. page, which no, I'm not going a, to. That's okay. Yeah, because that's we'll, that's not a good podcast. We'll, we'll probably get some more details. I'm later down the sure track. Yeah. we will. Michael, do you have any additional comments or thoughts on this? Yeah, it sounds dumb. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, we'll yeah. move on. Yeah, you never. I've sort of said my piece, really. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Not that's even totally... David Harbour would, would do me in. <laughs> Daddy himself. <laughs> Daddy himself. <laughs> Daddy. Um, all right. Well, we got one more piece of news before we move on out uh, of the news this week. Um, during the week, as Fulia mentioned earlier in the show, there was a Nintendo Direct, and the big, big announcement, or the biggest announcement, was. Uh, that there is a official sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild coming out next year. Fulia, do you want to tell us a bit about that announcement? A name please? and a release date. Yes. yes. So uh, I believe it was last year when uh, the... I think the head of the department that's making Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, in two. quotation marks... Um, mentioned in a Nintendo Direct last year saying that they apologize for uh, not giving any more details at that present at that particular moment, that they needed a bit more time to work on it, to make it look good, to make sure it's perfect. Um, and I don't blame them uh, because this is a very highly anticipated game. Um, when, when the Switch came out, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was one of the first games that came with it. Um, and a lot of people really, really enjoyed it. And so now, finally, we have a name for the game, the sequel, and it is called Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That is the sequel to Breath of the Wild. And to top it off, they gave us a release date, which means they must be very close to finalizing it and putting it into production to be sent out for everybody to play eventually. And it will be available to play on the 12th of May, 2023. So not long to go. 
No. No. It's like nine months. Nine-ish months, yeah. Just under nine months. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that, is, that was their last announcement for the direct. Of course, they got to leave this for last because it's like the biggest thing ever to come out of a Nintendo Direct. Zelda. Because um, <laughs> there's a lot of Zelda fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of Zelda fans around the world. Um, and they are very, very excited. Very, very excited. I, I, I saw some reaction videos. <laughs> yeah. It was very amusing. Yes. Uh, so did I, actually. Ah. Yes. Um, and, of course, along with um, that being the, the last thing that got announced, there was a lot of other, like, smaller things that got announced as well, um, including uh, the next game to Pikmin 3, which is Pikmin 4. Uh, so for those of you who are who are fans of the Pikmin games, Pikmin Four is in development. Uh, so hopefully get ready for that. But uh, yeah, the biggest announcement out of that whole thing was pretty much the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. So yeah, make sure to go pre-order it because it's available for pre-order now. <laughs> mm. Yes. From all your good retailers and all your yes. bad ones as well. <laughs> <laughs> or from the Nintendo eShop if you want it digitally. <laughs> <laughs> Digital doesn't last long. Get a physical copy. <laughs> yeah. You're at the mercy of the company if they go and say eh, no more. Just like just like HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yes. I believe uh, you are a big fan of the Zelda series, Michael. Yeah, it's alright, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not to name names. Hey! <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm very excited for this because, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a big Zelda fan, uh, and the games as well. Uh, funny enough, um, I bought myself a membership for the Nintendo thing. Shit. Ah, oh, the Nintendo uh, Switch Online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and because because as says, you know, I'll just I'll have a look at it, you know, the seven day thing, and then then my wife says, "Wait, you could play Donkey Kong Country now?" <laughs> and I said, "Why don't we have this forever?" It's like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, so I bought like a year worth, and I bought the up tier one where where I can play Nintendo sixty four games. Yeah, oh, uh, you went all the way. Yeah, and one of the reasons why is because of this direct is, uh. Because Goldeneye yes. is going to be yes, on. yes. <laughs> so, and now I need to like splash out and actually get the um, controller as well because <laughs> I've been I've been playing uh, Ocarina of Time mm. uh, just to show show uh, my my kids because this is the one that I grew up with uh, <laughs> and and I can't do it because there's no C buttons. To, <laughs> And I need it. I need to re, re-educate myself how to play it with the master controller or whatever it's called. Uh, the so pro- you're gonna, so you're gonna grab yourself the wireless Nintendo 64 controller. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Cause I'm an old man now. Okay. Well, if you can see behind me, um, I have the NES and the Super NES controllers. Yeah. The wireless ones. They're, 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 the, they're, easy. The, they're the ones. They're the ones I grew up on. Yeah, they're the ones that's easy to replicate. <laughs> it's just the chunky, ugly-looking Nintendo 64 controller that that I learnt from. <laughs> yeah, the one that has like the three yeah handles handles with the like three the, with, with like the, the 
button on the back and the joystick with the joystick in the, in the middle. middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that was such an awkward controller. Really. I need, I need to buy it. <laughs> It's it's not an awkward controller when you've been raised up on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I never owned one, so I can't say anything. Uh, and I can't really play the, the NES controller. It's like, what do you mean there's no Z-axis? <laughs> Everything is all X and Y. I need Z. Z for Zelda, which you are very excited about. Yes, uh, and I'm really excited for that. And also, uh, there was news that this Direct wasn't going to go to the UK out of respect for uh, a particular figure. And considering what the title is, I can see why. Yeah. (laughs) I had to explain it to Kendall. (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I got that part. I didn't realize that they'd. Uh, yeah, she didn't know that it didn't got. It didn't um, air in the air in the, there, yeah. in the UK. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. obviously the name. Yeah, yeah. Bit on the nose. Yeah. Bit too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Bad timing. Na 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 na. Anyway. Good shit. Good shit, and definitely going to buy it. Great. Physical copy. Okay. Yes. Physical copy. Because, you know, if you get the physical copy, you'll probably get some bonus extras. Maybe. Yeah, DLC. Depending on where you buy it from. Maybe a statue. (laughs) Get, like, a statue or get one of those big bundles. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get this. Get this thing. It's like, it's for Dad. This is my toys. (laughs) I don't know. I probably probably if it's like a huge ass poster, I probably I probably chuck it in one of the kids' rooms. Yeah. Well. Or yeah. if it might be like a pin or some art cut, like artwork cards, like concept art cards. Oh yeah. I can frame them, put them up. Yeah. Like like my little girl doesn't like <laughs> doesn't like the uh, poster that I've got of um the cover of uh, Harry Potter and the. Uh, which one was it? Oh, the fourth one. Jesus. Um, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. The one that's got, got like, the dragon on it. Yeah. And she doesn't like dragons, she told me. It's like, what? Dragons are cool. (laughs) She's really into unicorns, so. There's no unicorns in in Harry Potter because they're all killed. Mm. Um, and drink their blood. No (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're blood that looks like mercury. Anyway. Yes. Don't want to get that yes. on your fingers. What are you doing, Hagrid? You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, jeez. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're excited, Mike, and I'm glad uh, Nintendo fans have a reason to be extra excited. Yeah. Especially Zelda fans, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very cool. Very, very cool. All right. Well, that's the nerdy news for this week. Mm-hmm. Done. Dawn over finito. Because it's time now, of course, to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Yes, trailer park time. And I am very, very excited to talk about these three trailers. So let's get right into it. Our first trailer is uh, for uh, a very highly anticipated sequel, I would say. Um, that's going to be on Netflix uh, just in time for Christmas, and that is 
glass onion and knives out mystery. Mm. <laughs> uh, this is, was a teaser trailer to uh, the follow-up to Knives Out featuring the return um, of um, Daniel Craig as Ben Blah. Because that's the only way I say his name. Um, and, ben uh, yeah. It's like, heck you, <laughs> Can't say it any other way. Um, <laughs> Miss yes. Mother. Miss Mother. <laughs> um, yeah, so this looks awesome. Um, no surprises. Ryan Johnson has returned to write and direct this one. Um, I'm fairly certain there was like a big bidding war for this movie that Netflix won the rights to, so that's exciting for them. Um, it's going to be one of those rare exceptions of a good Netflix film, I would say. Um, fingers crossed. Stacked to the brims uh, cast, though. We've got Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, Dave Bautista, Jessica Henwick, Madeline Klein, uh, Ethan Hawke, apparently, according to IMDb, um, Catherine Hahn. Janelle Monet and Leslie Odom Jr. So, um, hells to the yes on every single one of those people. Um, but yeah, we don't really know what the murder mystery is. I'm sure we will get one or two more trailers between now and the release that will tell us a bit more about the story. Um, but it looks looks very, very good. Completely different location. Greece. Um, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Just a different aesthetic going in this time but I kind of really enjoyed the tactileness of these like puzzle things that were moving yeah. and clicking and all of this that's what you call a very aesthetically pleasing that was nice. and audibly pleasing or was it yeah it was an enjoy- trailer. enjoyable trailer mm-hmm. for what, that was one of the reasons very visually um, yes very pleasing very um, sexy trailer and yes. intriguing, yes, <laughs> yes. It was, yeah, it was just all around a good tease. Uh-huh. So um, cannot wait to finally watch this movie when it comes out. Fulia, I know you are very excited for this. Yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed Knives Out, so this yeah, is... Yeah, Knives is Out was great. No exception. Um, I am very excited for Glass Onion, although I'm kind of wondering if Glass Onion is the thing that is going... What this whole movie's going to be about like maybe like an ornament of some sort or mm. like something that's very valuable yeah maybe uh, but the fact that we got daniel craig back yes uh, is awesome yes i really love the, i love his character and he, the, and the way he's that that accent just cracks me up yeah, <laughs> yeah. makes no goddamn sense compels me though <laughs> it's like foghorn leghorn yeah <laughs> if he was french yeah yeah a bit more a bit more posh <laughs> posh version posh foghorn leghorn yes, yes. Um, but I am definitely looking forward to watching this um, I am a big fan of these kind of murder mysteries um, you know the the A-list cast that we've got for this as well is amazing um, and the, uh, Dave Bautista is <laughs> kind of yeah I don't know what his character is going to be like but man he can, he's he's got muscle, <laughs> tattoos, lots of tattoos. <laughs> yep, lots of tattoos and muscles, and and you know that one hell of a gun holster, <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> it's 
So Fulia has the hots for Dave Batista. No, no. <laughs> yes, yes. I wasn't staring. Uh- <laughs> Should I leave? Do you need a moment? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, the, the, I, I'm hoping that the story is actually going to be really interesting. I'm so sure from what be. from we from what we got from the trailer, um, it's definitely it's definitely intriguing to say the least. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yes. Nice, Michael. What did you make of this mystery? Yeah, I'm very looking forward to this. Um, like, Knives Out was a definitely a good like little find and. And it was great. It was just mm. a self-contained mystery, and it definitely harkens back to all, all those uh, Arthur Christie sort, sort of stuff. But in a modern, it's a modern take where, yeah, it's in nowadays. But it's it, it just looks fantastic. It just aesthetically pleasing as we mm. as we've mm. been going on. It just as I said, this, this trailer looks just so sexy and just mm. just great great looking and. Great looking is our word. Yeah, Hello. that's a phrase you can say. Great, <laughs> great looking. looking, it's it's mm-hmm. looking great, and yeah, um, it will be because there's going to be another one after this. I think they, I think they did like um, a two picture deal. I think so. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, I think so. So and it, and do more of these, like just stack it with like a list celebrities and just cast it can bounce off each other like really really well uh, especially in the first knives out and in this one the glass onion which maybe is a uh, a diamond that they win because it's a series of games that they need to complete but one of them gets really jealous then they kill and I don't know. <laughs> yeah speculation i don't know and mm. and yeah um i can't i can't wait it will be a good mm. christmas just sit down and watch watch a murder mystery. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So where's this dropping on Netflix around Christmas, Kendall? Yes. <laughs> yes. Literally right before Christmas, it will be on Netflix for our viewing pleasure on the 23rd of December. Yay. Wow. Merry Christmas to us. Merry Christmas. Christmas Eve Eve. Eve Christmas Eve Eve. Eve Eve. Eve 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 Eve. Let your hair hang down. All right, next <laughs> trailer um, is for a biopic, uh, an anticipated one at that. This is our first trailer for the Whitney Houston film, I Want to Dance with Somebody, uh, starring Naomi Aki um, as as Whitney herself. Um, I don't know if you guys remember her from her small part in Rise of Skywalker. Um she was, I forget her name. Was it Jenna? Yes. Was... Yeah, Jenna. Yes, Jenna. Yes, she was the uh, force sensitive ex stormtrooper who buddied up with Finn, um, and what looked like was maybe going to get her own film, and it turns out it was in the form of a Whitney Houston biopic, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is fine. Um, looks like they're using Whitney's actual voice. I don't. Th- think it's her singing i mean i haven't read anything yet to, to the contrary either way it but um you know whitney's voice is a very iconic and very recogni- recognizable one so especially um, a little laugh that she has and they put it all through this trailer they did yeah yeah lots of whitney laughing um which is cool um but yeah like 
she looks the part. Um, you know, they got her in so many of her different iconic outfits throughout her career and life. And, um, you know, we'll say I got chills at the end with the, you know, Star Spangled Banner moment at the Super Bowl in the early 90s and the jets flying over and all her holding the notes. And yeah, one of the most iconic performances of the Star Spangled Banner, uh, that one was. Um, so that's obviously going to be some kind of focal point um, for the film. Um, but no, it looks good. Like it was a nice, it was a nice trailer. It was a by the numbers thing. I feel like there's going to be a by the numbers biopic. There's not going to be any, anything too out of the ordinary. Uh, I would say I'd be surprised. Uh, it's probably going to be very much like the Bohemian Rhapsody biopic. I would expect, uh, the queen story. So yeah, but no, I'm, it's going to be emotional, though, I will say. Yeah. Whit- Whitney led a very turbulent life, as most of us know. Uh, that ended very sadly and abruptly. So, um, yeah. And a lot of that... She had a lot of a lot of tragedy earlier on in, in life that kind of followed her through uh, her career and, and, and stuff. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be heartbreaking, but I think it will be very uplifting at the same time in certain ways. So I'm very much looking forward to watching it. Fulia, hey. what did you make of it? Um, very chilling. Um, I never really, uh, never really sort of looked into Whitney Houston's life. Um, but her music is very iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's the music of the eighties. And it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And her voice is so good. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this movie goes um, and where they want to take the story of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am I am interested in, in checking this one out. Um, I think the only other... Like, I still haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I should probably get on that. Oh, you should. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Um, I have seen Rocket Man. That mm. one was fun. Yeah, recommends cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, so yeah, I might I might end up checking this one out. Yeah, yeah. I recommend. I recommend you do. Um, uh, Michael. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you reckon? How do you feel about this movie? Uh, I know bits and pieces about Whitney Houston and and her role in her own life and and her tragic story really, and her iconic things that she's done. Um not sure if they're going to touch on the bodyguard. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, uh, there was definitely a glimpse of the I Will Always Love You music video in that trailer. So oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they'll um they'll definitely be touching on it. Yeah. Um, mm. Definitely have a look at that. And I don't know, it just felt like it was playing safe. Uh, they, they didn't really touch too much on, you know, Ike. <laughs> Yeah, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's it's probably it's probably for this trailer. It's just to say, hey, we're doing a a Whitney Houston thing, and maybe in the next trailer, trailer they'll dive down into more of the the ickiness, maybe just to say, just to say, hey, well, we are doing a Whitney Houston biopic, of course. Mm. Uh, but but I did a silly thing, and I, I just thought. This makes me want to watch uh, the weird trailer again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I can. Ne- I. I don't know. I can't watch biopics ever again after seeing yeah. that trailer. 
It's yeah. Like, for for a trailer that delves highly into like illicit drugs and all this shit where there weren't any, and for this trailer that we all know that she her her favorite favorite thing is crack, <laughs> and it's not to be seen in this trailer. <laughs> Just got me thinking, and yeah. and yeah. And Fulia, you've seen Rocket Man, so you could probably watch Weird and have a chuckle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still a bit annoyed, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, don't you remember what happened last week? I know. <laughs> the week before, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't take a juke. There. Anyway, yeah. uh, when is this? Um, well, where is it going to be dropping in America? Can yes, we? no, no Australian release date just yet. But uh, if you're in the US, you can check out. I want to dance with somebody on the 21st of December. Hmm. Mm. Christmas movie. A Christmas time for everyone. When the white begins to fall. Yes, and our third and final trailer for this week. Um, this is probably my favourite one, I will say. Um, also kind of based on or inspired by real events. This is the first trailer for The Fablemans, uh, which is a film that is inspired by the childhood uh, of um, Steven Spielberg. Uh, he co-wrote the script, and he obviously directed this movie as well. Um, and it seems like it's a love letter to, you know, his formative years and his family and, you know, the origins of his love of film and filmmaking and and all of that stuff. Um, and it just... I was tearing up by the end of it. I just... I was like, oh, this is this is really nice. This is just... Yeah, it just I don't know, I just as a as a cinephile myself, uh yeah, it just kind of really hit hit the sweet spot for me. Um and it's Spielberg, like what else can you say? Like, you know, he's <laughs> one of the greatest to ever do it. So, um yeah, it just looks awesome. I'm here for Michelle Williams and Paul Dano playing his parents. I think that's the very good casting. Um yeah, and telling this story. It looks like it's taking place over, you know, the course of probably like ten years or something. Um, but um but yeah, it it just looks beautiful and, and, and wonderful and magical and inspir- inspirational. Um, so I can't wait to to watch this. It was a beautiful, gorgeous trailer. So that's that's how I'm feeling. Warm and fuzzy about the Fablemans. I can't wait. Um, what did you make of this for you? Um so, I may not be a cinephile like you, hmm. but I am a big fan of working on films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, though, I haven't really had much of the experience to do that yet. Uh, the keyword being yet. Yet. <laughs> uh, but I do love watching a good behind-the-scenes um, documentary. And knowing that this is somewhat of a retelling of Steven Spielberg's sort of life and how he became a lover of cinema and and filmmaking in general uh, does intrigue me. Mm. And I am very curious as to where it all started for him. 
Yeah. Uh, so this will be an interesting watch um, because, you know, I I don't think I remember myself as being similar to Steven when I was growing up. I do remember, however, wanting to always be behind the camera when I was a kid. Mm. So I'd always be the one being like, hey, Dad, can I, can I film? Can I do the... Because even though... I was only filming, you know, events with family and stuff. I still wanted to be the one that held the camera. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, so that was kind of what I remember from that. So, yeah. No, I am definitely very interested in uh, in the Fable ones. So I might actually watch this one. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Michael, um, how are you feeling about this trailer? Um, I didn't know what to feel, in a way. Because... I've sort of heard about this film like being created and it's Steven Spielberg uh, essentially doing uh, an adaptation of his own life which is kind of weird and self self congratulative I don't know <laughs> maybe but I had a look at the wiki and it's sort of um, is taking place at this particular time where uh, he learns about his past and that. So it's it's probably going to be a mixture of um, knowing where you came from and where you're going and uh, coming of age and, and all that, which is very interesting. And it's also going to be a period piece as well. So it's going to be it has to be on point, you know. Mm. It's going to be interesting. And I don't think they're going to say, oh, he directed Indiana Jones or anything like that. I think I think it's just going to be a self-contained story, which looks pretty interesting. Um, yeah. And, again, it got me remi- reminded me of the weird, weird trailer. Because, <laughs> you, you, you know, Weird Al to um actually wrote the script for for this movie and and say hey let's do this <laughs> you know the diary of a compulsive liar and that's sort of <laughs> so yeah. yeah it definitely looks interesting and Oscar bait of course but <laughs> yes very much yeah I, yeah I'm I'm always funny with Steven Spielberg like nowadays it's like where is he going and I, I don't hmm. I don't know he it's a, it's sort of like the Pinocchio thing he's like you're Robert you're, you're Robert Zemeckis yeah look I'd be more worried about Zemeckis than Spielberg at this point yeah <laughs> you did something technog tech you did um who framed Roger Rabbit where the technology wasn't there and you made something fantastic and then you made Pinocchio. Yeah. You are right, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, yeah, so when are the Fablemans uh, coming out, Kendall? The Fablemans. Well, the Fable. Again, no... The Fables. Yes, Fable. The Story Maker. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I did notice that. Very, very nice. Um, the Fablemans don't have an Australian release date just yet, but you can uh, watch the film in the United States from the 23rd of November. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Mm. All right. Trailer Park's done. We're rolling on out, which now, of course, means... 
It's time. Oh. For the moment. Yeah. The section. Mmm. The segment. Oh. The part. Key. The place. Poor. This spot in the show we like to call. Popcorn culture by mm. Titania. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going there. Hey! Yeah. Great minds think alike. <laughs> Damn it, Titania! <laughs> Damn you to hell! Um, yes, time to talk about this latest episode of She-Hulk: Attorney at Law, which was long-windedly titled "Mean Green and Straight Poured into Those Jeans." These jeans. These jeans. Not, <laughs> not these those jeans. jeans. These jeans. These jeans. These jeans, bitch. Um, <laughs> yes. Butch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So overall thoughts from me. Uh, enjoyable. Shortest episode of the of this show so far. That's fine. I have accepted that this show is just half an hour episodes. That's cool. Yep. Um, Another funny outing with the crew, um, uh, you know, at GLK and H. Um, I am totally here for anything with um, Nikki and Pug. I'm very happy <laughs> with the two of them being this week's iconic duo. That that, that was a highlight of the episode for me. Um, and it was good to see Titania um, uh, finally come into the, the, the story a bit more. She's so fancy. She's so fancy. Um, but I have some more in-depth, in-depth thoughts on her as we go through mm-hmm. the episode. Um, but it was it was fun. Not as much fourth wall breaking from Jen this week. Mm. There's a little bit. Not as much. So that's it's interesting how they've chosen to be kind of inconsistent with how often she does that. I suppose it's just more of an organic thing than a, we must meet the quota of yeah. six fourth wall breaks an episode sort of Honestly, thing. Honestly, I think I prefer it when they do it when it is organic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. spontaneous. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where it's called for. Yeah. Keeps you off guard. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of fits with the, the comedic theme that they're going for too. Exactly. Like mm. I really enjoyed the little one when she's like, oh yeah, my wardrobe, my costume. <laughs> oh, I'm getting my costume. My clothes, <laughs> yes, that was that was cute. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a fun, inoffensive, enjoyable uh, romp. Um, and yeah, I'm just continuing to really love Tatiana Maslany as mm. Jen, giving fabulous performance. Um, yeah, Fulia, overall thoughts on this episode? It was fun. Um, it was enjoyable. Uh, you know, nice and short, um, but told. The story that needed to be told. Uh, Titania just... Wow. It's all about the looks. All about the fashion. The fashion. <laughs> She's like bedazzled in so much diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> and sequins. Yeah. So oh much. So much. And she's so narcissistic. Yes. <laughs> Very mm. much. Oh, my goodness. Um, and... Yeah, no, I I don't know how I feel about Titania the character, just, like, in general. I like her, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, she's a bit like that. I like the way she, she kind of dresses, but her personality just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, mm-mm. Mm. That's why I don't hang out with people like you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can't not afford that, not, it. 
No, not, not, <laughs> that, not that I know anyone like her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, it was a, it was a fun one. Um, you know, all of a sudden the name <laughs> She-Hulk was trademarked by her. And it's all it's plastered all over the city. Yes. <laughs> and they're beauty products for of all things. Yeah. And I love the whole generalization of when um when Jen was going through the products, she's like, Don't they all do the same thing? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, Jen. Exactly my point. <laughs> that's my point of it. That's that's how I feel about most beauty products these yeah. days. It's like they have different names, but they're the same. They do the same thing. So, yeah. No, it was good. It was a good episode. <laughs> nice. Michael? Hmm. I liked it. <laughs> um, probably not my favorite episode, but mm. it definitely got me thinking of the overall arching sort of story that they're, sat, that they're sort of doing. I think this is the sort of show that you would binge from start to finish. Right. Yeah. Because all, all the elements that are in this um, episode um, are things that were mentioned and even explored in previous episodes. And and I suppose going from week to week, you probably forget like bits and pieces. And maybe this is the sort of show that needs to be binged. So hurry up and put them all out and we can watch the entire thing over over one day because they're very short episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, overall, cool that Titania's back. Uh, more, please, because it, it, she wasn't in it for long. Mm. Well, as she says in the episode, it's not over. <laughs> no. No. And last time we saw her, it was just a brief thing at the end of the first episode. Uh, yeah. Which I actually learnt today, well, this week. Um, it was originally originally the punch that She-Hulk was giving to Titania when they were doing the across, across the thing. Uh... Was going. She was going to punch her, punch her in the vagina. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and then Disney said, "You can't do that." <laughs> so, Chickens. But you know, okay, whatever. <laughs> but I thought that would have been an interesting take. <laughs> what? It's like you punched her in the vagina. Uh, anyway. Uh, overall. Uh, probably the best thing was the last 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we will get to very shortly. Yes. Good call. Um, yes. Well, um, I suppose while we're on the, the Titania of it all, I, we still haven't really gotten an explanation as to like why she burst into the courtroom in episode one in the first place, why she was let off. And and now she's just casually just, you know... Like, this is the thing that annoyed me the most in this episode. Why has she chosen the name She-Hulk? Why did she... There was no reason given as to why she's just gone, I'm going to name... Because there was no correlation between She-Hulk and the product she was selling other than, like, trying to promote this... 
aspect of like strength and beauty through strength and all this stuff. And I just, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. And I get that kind of the point is like, you know, she's just a, she's a, a supposedly super powered sort of uh, influencer. So, and some of, you know, some, the stereotype, I guess, of influencers is that they're not really, you know, you know, there are a few, a few fries short of a happy meal. Um, so <laughs> I have never heard that before. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So like, I get that they may be trying to go for that kind of thing of like, she's just doing it because she's rich and famous and can do what she wants kind of thing. And maybe she was feeling bad, I suppose, about the fact that she Hulk, you know, took care of her in the courtroom that day. Punch her in the when vagina. She, when she punched her in the vagina. Cannon. Um, <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I just, I felt like the writers haven't done enough for me in terms of kind of um, deve- developing Titania's character or giving us an explanation for her existing the way she tends to exist in this show. I just, I'm, I'm not satisfied yet. So hopefully we see more so we can kind of understand what the fuck this you know, this woman is about, or unless we're just not supposed to, like I said, unless she's literally just supposed to exist as a commentary on influences in our society with a superhero twist. Um, and my other, my other funny thing though, I just, in, in passing, you know what it made me think of, and I don't know if you guys know about how, um, Kylie Jenner tried to trademark the name Kylie for her beauty product line, but then Kylie Minogue stepped in and was like, no, 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 no. You can't trademark the name Kylie. Um, I've been using it for this, and it's my name as well, and all this stuff. So there was actually a legal proceedings between Kylie Minogue and Kylie Jenner. Wow. Because, um, yeah, Kylie was, Kylie was the Jen Walters in this situation, yeah. and she prevented Kylie Jenner from trademarking Kylie. Um, she was still able to use the name Kylie, but she just couldn't trademark it. Okay. Um, so I, I feel like part of this was maybe taken from that that's just made me it's, it's what it made me think of anyway mm. so i thought that was funny yeah um i don't know for you are you, are you uh, do you think i have some validity in what i'm saying or you think i'm just maybe i my expectations are too high on this um what do you think no look i am still kind of curious myself as to the same sort of details that you mentioned um you know we still have no idea why Titania is in this particular story, for one. Um, Like, we know that she has superhuman abilities, but we just don't know why she is the main villain. Or if she is the main villain. Yeah, which I'm starting to doubt now. Yeah. I don't think she she is. Yeah, so... um, we need some more details now, Marvel. Please explain. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking that it would benefit if we binge-watched the entire thing. Yes. Mm, yeah. So, um, yeah, I like you, I'm questioning, I'm questioning Titania, the character, at this particular point in time and wondering why she is in this story. Um, but hopefully it'll all be explained in the next couple episodes, how many do we have left now? Um, we're just past halfway, Mark. So okay. that was this is episode five of nine. So we've got four right. more to go. Cool. So hopefully we'll find out in the next few episodes, and maybe maybe um, yeah, we'll have they'll, they'll give us an ex- explanation. Hopefully. Mm. So yeah. 
Four mm. more eps. Four more eps. Four more eps. Also, I feel like Jamila Jamila is being wasted so far. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. Because kind she, of. she's fucking amazing. She really is. And there is not a lot to Titania other than, you know. Big being, corporate shill. <laughs> being a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, being this kind of two-dimensional bimbo. Mm. Um, so that's a bit disappointing. But yeah, Michael, do you have any... Do you have any additional thoughts on on Titania in this episode, um, or like disagree, agree with what we've been saying? Um, well, I can't really disagree and agree because you can't really tell until the end end of the series of what mm. they're attempting to do uh, with the character in general. Because yeah, sure, she's coming back. Uh, she's hurt herself. Mm. Um, I think uh, the reason why she did this is because. Uh, She-Hulk is like a, a new, a, a new business opportunity. Like no one has sort of claimed it, and thought, oh, uh, there's recognition because it's being used everywhere. So, uh, so jump yeah. on that as quick as you can, and say, yeah, do that. And she's probably done that before. Um, mm. And a lot of companies have been doing that. I mean, uh, every time there's like a new word. Like in the, in the Swedish in like internet sort of speak is like, it's like oh it's like, uh, a couple of years ago so a couple of guys tried to like trademark, the term react, to and it's and it all involves with reacting to things on the internet and, and that sort of thing and, mm. and a lot of people mm. went, dude no don't do that, <laughs> everybody reacts to stuff. It, you can't own that particular word because that is an adjective. <laughs> yeah, literally. And yeah, and it's sort of the same as that corporate speak is like, uh, uh, especially with beauty products where where you have to buy this because your life is ugly, and <laughs> it's that it's trying to make you look like trying to make you look like you need this because you need this you need this and that's what ad campaigns basically do and it's like you know i'll just get the knockoff it's like i'm i don't go for brands <laughs> you're just buying it for the brand i'm sure she marked it up as like a thousand percent <laughs> yeah um yeah um but as it's only uh, as this character has only been in, in this very fleetingly, um, and we don't know why. She... I think I think they sort of palmed it off as like, oh, she got she. Uh, the inc- the incident in the courtroom, in the first episode, was sort of palmed off to say, like, oh, she was having a bad day or some something like that, and so she mm. she got off. And it's like, ah, oh, she. She was in the court because um, something didn't go her way, and she she decided to go. I, I'm Hulk. Go through the wall, and get punched in the vagina. <laughs> mm. There is a possibility we might get a flashback to that. Yeah, like, before maybe. she breaks through the wall. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. and it, and it's all connected. Yeah. Uh, reason why she was there is because someone knew that. Um, Jen was Hulk now, and she, they needed her to Hulk out, and mm. and to show her show her cards. It's like, oh, she's Hulk now, and now we can get out her. And then, 
and that that brings to the wrecking crew of trying to get her blood and everything so everything's still in the in the back backspace in the yeah. in the background yeah it just yeah. hasn't come to the forefront yet no and no, no. also for a court procedural there's not much want mm. more i want yeah i want mm. an entire episode to be in a courting se- a court in session and all that Oh, may, maybe the third act of the TV show is it all takes place in court. That would be cool. Please like let that. that happen. Yeah, I would love to see that. Because you, 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 you said that this is like a court procedural. Let's see that. Yeah, Please. yeah, a lawyer show. Yes, let's see the lawyer show. Uh, yeah, let's see a lawyer show. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I, I watched it, uh, Extraordinary Attorney Woo, and that was more of a court procedural <laughs> than this is. I've yeah. seen Boston Legal. <laughs> Me too. And that is, that is a court procedural. That is funny. That is really yeah, funny. Yeah, like it's it. really funny. Oh my gosh. I should probably watch that. Oh, you would love it. It's <laughs> there was always Demi, like an Demi episode. Crane. Yeah, there was always like an episode on after I finished work at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> Because I'm sort of still hyped up and I'm trying to calm myself down, so I'm just sit sit down, watch the episode, watch the episode of Boston Legal, and get go to bed. And that's there's always my my come down, <laughs> come down <laughs> era. It's like yeah, it's pretty I'm good. Still, too. Yeah, it's very good. I'm still waiting for Disney Plus to put the rest of it on there because oh, so the first Disney, few seasons are there. Yeah, well, no, I think it's only like I can't remember what it is. Um, I don't know if it's like the first four seasons or the first three seasons like it's there's like six five or six seasons of it and yeah they don't have the whole thing um it's very peculiar but yeah anyway can we have a what if episode that had she-hulk and you know i'm gonna say yeah ultron <laughs> and ultron yes <laughs> oh my god yes I oh, would love that. I see what you mean. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. They start at season three. Why? For some reason, they have season three, four, and five. They don't have seasons one and two of Boston League. I need the Plus. first two, ep- that two makes, seasons to be able to watch it this. It makes no sense. Maybe it's on a different streaming service, and that's why they don't have the rights no, to it. No, no. Maybe legal issues. No? Maybe. I don't know. It's probably... Yeah. But anyway. Gold leader. Um, speaking of lawyers, we got to spend some t- more time this week, um, the most so far with um, one of Jen's co-workers by the name of Mallory Book, who uh, was representing Jen um, with the case against Titania, um, played by the very talented Renee Elise Goldsberry of Hamilton fame. Mm. Um, Yeah, yeah. I really like this character. She's interesting. There are many layers to her. (laughs) Um, She seems like a, like a, sort of like a snobby ice cream with a heart of gold. I think is kind of the no vibe. nonsense lady, a no nonsense lady who tells it like it is and doesn't take any shit. Um, who Jen is super happy to be friends with now, but it's very awkward, <laughs> very very funny. I but, see, I see a relationship, like a friendship. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. see friendship. Yes, yes, mm. yes. I see. Yeah, I see the two of them developing a bond. Yes, for sure. Um, by the end of the show. Um, I thought that was cool. I really liked Jen's reaction. Like, and she's like, do you want to, I'll, I'll buy you a drink. And then, and she's like, yes. And then she goes, yes. Like, 
I mean, um, <laughs> making friends, friends with someone. Wait, I'm making, I see that out loud? Yeah, I'm making friends <laughs> with someone that isn't Nikki. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was, I really liked her a lot and I really liked the way she carried herself in court and, um, you know, she wears these fierce outfits and has this awesome haircut and she's just, she's just super cool. I, I hope we see more of Mallory. Um you know, throughout this show, um, she'd be a nice, a nice uh, extra female presence for Jen. To yeah, have I agree. In the workplace, um, yeah, and Renee Elise Goldsberry is fantastic. So, mm. why not have more of her? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think, Fulia? Any additional thoughts? Were you? Uh, no. Look, I I really like the the um, Mall- Mallory Brook. Mal- Mallory Book. Mallory character. Book. Yes. Um, she's like, now that I'm your lawyer, we're going to be serious. Yes. No, nothing, nothing can, even though you're a Hulk, we're not, we're going to do it by the books. Yes. We're we're not (laughs) colleagues. I am, I am your lawyer and you are my client. Yes. Otherwise this doesn't work. Now let's (laughs) get down to business. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, And she has some really good outfits. Mm, She looked amazing. Yeah. I really like. Come on, Jen, get with the program. (laughs) Yeah. Well, more on that. You gotta look the part. More on that very shortly. Um, Yes. Yes. Uh, No, she she was actually really good. Yeah. I liked her. I reckon she's probably on par, maybe a little better than Jen in terms of her... Skill as a lawyer. Lawyering. Lawyering. Yes, yes, yes. She's definitely one of the... the Very skilled. The high-ranking attorneys at GLK and H, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I I hope they buddy up a bit more. Mm. Yeah. Yes, we'd like to see them work Mm. together. That'd be cool. Michael? Hello. um, What did you think of Mallory Book? Uh, Again, not very much of her. I want to see more episodes with her. And and. She's definitely a good uh, mixture in the bunch, like with yeah. with Nikki and and Pug, Pug, mm. yeah, Pug. yeah, he's a dog, yeah, <laughs> Pug dog. <laughs> um, interesting name, whatever. Oh, it's 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 a nickname from his his surname. His surname, yeah. It's Pugly Easy, is his last name. He's so easy, Pugly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. You definitely need that sort of stern, stern like friend, who, mm. who's, <laughs> yeah. So so it's a good good mixture and a good, a good uh, opening for her. So hopefully there's going to be more. For the overall, mm. maybe they need to they get the entire team in, and they do a big, big courtroom battle. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the end, maybe it's the Marvel universe versus versus the Fox universe, and it's like, <laughs> or it's going to be the uh, multiverse versus multiverse of six one six and eight three eight eight three eight. I was I couldn't actually remember. <laughs> <at all. laughs> eight nine three. Yeah, there we go. Eight nine three. <laughs> it's like, who is really the victim here? <laughs> yeah, that'd be really interesting, wouldn't it? Mm. A multiverse story <laughs> that involve, involves uh, the tribunal. Anyway, the living tribunal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A- that'd as be cool. judge. Yes, that would actually be pretty sick. Yeah. Could pull that A off. Multiverse courtroom. <laughs> Multiversal courtroom. Yes. Um, 
Cool. Well, I mean, one of the things um, that uh, Mallory book brings up is uh, Jen Walters slash She-Hulk's wardrobe. Um, Lacking. Yes, a lack, lack thereof. Yeah. A variety. She just wears the same suit every day. Um, well, you so, know. Yes. If you go, if you go and go to big and tall, <laughs> it's it's mostly for men, really. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not a lot of options unless you know some people. So, um, Mallory and Pug. Mallory and Pug. Nikki and Pug end up working together on this one. Um, <laughs> side quest. Side quest <laughs> for, for this fantastic duo. I really enjoyed, really enjoyed it. The highlights of, my, of this episode, apart from the, the, uh, the thing that happens right at the end, um, were, yeah, just watching the two of them just be funny and dorky, especially Pug. <laughs> yeah. He's very, very funny and dorky. I really like him. He's starting to become, like, I hope we see more of him too, because he's, he's becoming one of my favourite characters. We find um, out that he loves sneakers. He loves sneakers. He collects them. He's one of those sneaker files that uh, Jeff Goldblum talks about <laughs> in the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Um, <laughs> and um, the... Uh, the, he's he's you know comes up to Nikki. He's like, I I I need you to stand in line so you can get a pair of Iron Man threes for me <laughs> that I will put on my shelf and never wear. And he will he will buy the other pair. Um, and then as a return favor, he ends up using his drip broker, which I thought was <laughs> drip broker cringe, but funny. So drip drip is it's like a it's a slang term for like. Like stylish clothes, stylish. Uh, like, come on, nice. Matt. Come on, Fuller. Like, you're on the internet. Uh, yeah, I don't know the lingo. <laughs> let me, let me, let me see what Urban Dictionary has to say. Check about out, check drip. out this man's drip. His drips on point. I'm sorry. I hear that, and it my mind goes somewhere else. <laughs> um, it's funny. So, um. Urban Dictionary says it, when someone when something or someone is really cool or has so much swag to it um, and then there's also another definition that says drip means gormless, dopey, stupid it is used in the same context as retard <laughs> which started <laughs> Two in the different UK definitions. so apparently drip is a is an insult in the in the UK but in the US it's the exact opposite it's like you're oozing coolness oozing coolness, yeah and it's swag dripping off you swag Dripping and, with swag. And drip is, is like your brain's dripping out of your nose. Out it? of your <laughs> nose. Anyway, <laughs> Drip Broker leads us to uh, Nikki and, and Pug heading to this, um, you know, boba. <laughs> I was excited to see a bubble tea store. Boba, boba Cafe. Um, <laughs> it would have been funny if they actually left the store and they actually had bubble tea in their hands. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That'd be, that would have been funny. I really enjoyed that scene where Pug is just like, you know, Alonzo, my drip broker, is sent us. We, like just, we just sell boba. We just sell boba. And then, but then, like, if it went, and then it went super awkward when Nikki started speaking Chinese at the guy. Yes! And I'm like, oh, lady. Uh, no. Assume no. the language. Oh, that what was, they all look alike? That was Jesus Christ. No, that was, no, that was exactly. bad. That was bad. Um, but I, I, my favorite part of the episode was the two of them going in and trying to be sold this uh, imitation um, merchandise. 
the Avengers. Avengers. Or the Avengers. I freaking loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I loved every minute of this 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 thing and then just anything with Nikki and Pug. I just was here for it. Fulia, <laughs> did you enjoy Nikki and Pug doing up doing it up together, getting their drip on in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> did I use the lingo right? Cool young youths. Jesus What's up, Christ. fellow kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, I, I really I really enjoyed their little side quest of trying to find someone to, to make She Hulk some new clothes. Yeah. Um and they the just Pug was just oh my goodness. Like the way the the way how did he describe having one one on the shelf and one one to rock? Yeah, one, what was it? Uh, yeah, one to rock, one to stock. That's yeah, one. yeah, one to rock, one to stock. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> I'm was... like, oh no, that's an... why? Why is it sneakers, men? Why? <laughs> I the... don't understand. Why Pokemon cards? Why? Why pop vinyl? Why pop vinyl? Yeah, I suppose. But sneakers. <laughs> anyway, um... I kind of get it. I kind of get what you're saying, only because like there's something that you put on your feet and you wear them. Exactly. So they're not like a figurine that you put on your shelf, but apparently no, they are. That, so. Yeah. Mm. Well, apparently you have to display. I don't get it either, but yeah. That is the you. conundrum. People pay money because reason, and lots of money. Yeah. Too. I mean, these these are. Items that are pretty much meaningless unless it's fr- uh, uh, they're meaningless unless it's someone who finds meaning in them. That's why that's why they yeah. they cost a lot, mm-hmm. and that's why they resell for a lot. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it's like the crypto market. <laughs> True. It's a, it's only. It's only, uh, um, what's the word? It's a, it's only worth that it is within a select group that find it, um, uh, find find it um, valuable. Valuable, yeah. So, unless you're on the outside like us, <laughs> then look at it. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you need to be in it. And then you get all this money, and then you come out of it, and you're more richer than you were before. Really? Yeah, no. But you need to be quick. <laughs> you need to be quick. It's like, oh, dopamines. I need to be in it. Yay. Yeah, so it's that bullshit. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, it's worth a lot to people who think it's worth a lot. Yeah. Unless, unless you're us, yeah. who are smart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nah. Anyway, it's um, it was a lot of fun to see them on their little quest, and um, yeah, the the Avengers <laughs> merch. Oh my gosh! And you get a little glimpse of it in the credits. That was funny. Yeah, on the mug. On the yeah, the instead the of the mug, the that's mug bag. It used to. It, it's always said Avengers, and now it's said Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. Um. Yeah, and it was really good. And the fact that they were being watched by a security camera. <laughs> yeah. When they were lying. And they're like, we can see you. <laughs> I just like the, you know, before she even presses the buzzer. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Wait, I haven't even done anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> very, very funny. Yeah, no, and, then it was good. and then their little happy dance when they yeah. were successful. Doing was, a happy dance. It was so Doing a happy dance. Yeah. Doing a happy dance. It's just it was just funny seeing them decked out in all these all the merch. Yeah. On top of their formal business wear. Yeah. <laughs> so So yeah, work. buying all of it yeah, as a set. So uh Avengers assemble. Avengers assemble. I, yes. I need to get the ensemble. Yes. Avengers assemble. Yeah. Avengers assemble. 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 I like it. I like it a lot. Michael, what did you did you think <clears throat> of um Nikki and Pug teaming up? I liked it. Um uh going uh going through a story that's not just the main characters it's all it's always a bit of fun and it, it definitely uh adds to the mythos of um of uh she-hulk on where she's going to get her suits Mm. And especially one suit that they've been showing out relentlessly, you know the 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 grey and the and the orange uh, orange and uh, the purple attire that we've been seeing. Mm. So we're going to be seeing that next week. So I can't wait for that. Yeah, she, her her drip is going to be dripping, <laughs> <laughs> dripping with drip, yeah. dripping with drip. Um, I'm kind of wondering um, whether the outfits that sh- that they made for her. If um, if it's actually gonna shrink when she shrinks, I think to it her will. Size. I think so. I think I think that's yeah. the vibe. Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. hope so. I think so. I agree. Her suits yes. and that. Yeah. Her, suits. her suits. Her suits. So, um, to wrap up our, our discussion on She-Hulk, I think we're gonna save the best bit for last, um, and that is, of course. The, uh, you know, I mean, we got no mid-credit scene, no post-credit scene to speak of this week, but first time, we, first time, but we did still get quite the tease at mm. the end of this episode. So not only are we teased at the fact that we won't find out what She-Hulk looks like in the new attire, yes. until next week. <laughs> yes, we also finally have our confirmation that Mad Murdoch. The man without fear, Daredevil himself, will be fucking rocking up next week, baby! <laughs> yes, we got a glimpse of the uh, the newly minted gold helmet, uh, mm. the gold cow shiny. Uh, with the horns in in this in this hat box that was just left out in the open. Apparently, that's a no no. <laughs> um, and confidentiality. There was also a bit of like silver in there too, so I, I thought that was interesting. It's not just completely gold there's like wear and tear sort of aesthetic to it um but yeah that was that was nice that was nice to just go oh yes he's coming he's coming back it took me a moment to realize what she was getting excited about yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i don't see the episode but we were sitting there watching it and i'm like next week baby and then you're like what like like, yeah, I, like, I had to literally like <laughs> stare at the thing that was in the box. I was like, "Huh? What does oh. that mean? What, what, what does that mean? Yeah, I'm a me. I'm a me. What does that mean? Yes, I do yes. not know what I, that means. I I still need to watch Daredevil. That's okay. So do I. You, You're not alone. <laughs> I mean, I still haven't seen season three, so it's fine. We're not all alone in this. We're all I, together okay, in this. Okay. But on that note, just a quick sidebar. They did say during the week that. This series is actually 
Born Again, Daredevil Born Again is not going to be a continuation of the Dis- of the Netflix uh, stuff. So it's rebooting. Rebooting. So we don't have to watch it. So you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. Okay. But I want to. But I want to. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it anyway. It's where it started. I'm sure they'll reference it anyway. It's something. That means no time for Firefly. (laughs) (laughs) Curses. Curses. Anyway, so I lost my shit. Matt Murdock's coming, finally. Can't wait to see how he fits into this storyline and in what capacity. And I'm looking forward to Jen's fourth wall break talking about... <laughs> Daredevil showing up, mm-hmm. so that's going to be good. And for her outfit reveal, I am also excited for that. Yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Probably. I will finally get to see her in that nice dress that we saw in the trailer. Mm. So that's that's coming as well. Yeah, ass um, looks great. Yeah, ass looks great. I haven't watched the. Tra- I don't watch the trailers for the next episodes. No, I didn't. This was a dress that sh- it was in a trailer ages ago. Oh, okay. back when we were saying oh, the CGI looks shit. Although, I should comment on the fact that um, when Jen was going on her dates last week, um, or the week before, whenever it was, I think it was last week, yes, she was wearing, like, a nice dress, and it fit. Why didn't she wear that to work? Because it's a first date dress. I mean, it was a sexy dress. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... If she can find that, why can't she? Anyway, you, I don't to, know. you need to be I'm a bit more modest when you're at work. I'm reading too especially much when into you're, it. hey, especially when you're 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 you're, 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 you're the profession, you know. It was modest, like it was probably short, I guess. I can't remember, but it was like you know there was no cleavage to it. It was like a form-fitting t-shirt dress thing. It was nice. Yeah, it was a anyway. bit. It was a bit more tighter than that. I think it was one of Jen's actual dresses, and she just, you know, she hulked out in it. She hulked yeah. out in it, and she looks, wow. Mm. She looks fuck. Fuck yes. Oh, and just speaking of that quickly, completely forgot to mention the fact that she had to, you know, relive the horror of those bad dates <laughs> in front of an entire courtroom of people. Yeah, Todd. Smack <sighs> him over the head. Gross. Yeah, I retract what I said last week. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he grossed. That's he why grossed. we need to binge the entire episode. Otherwise, yes. I look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But also, in saying that, um, was his name Arthur? The last, the last guy that the doctor testified and yeah. that she dated? I'm, I am so, like, I felt so sad for Jen when he said that you know no offense but he wasn't interested in Jen yeah well it was like from last week you know yeah when, when she no, but then the reiteration and... of it yeah just made it feel worse and I'm like I'm mm. sorry gut punching yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't Still like me for me for you it. just like me for my Hulk mm. yeah you can't have me at my my uh, your Jen best definitely can't have me at my Hulk yeah. my she Hulk yeah yeah, terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Fulia, yes. are you excited to see Matt Murdock next week? I am. I mean, we got to... I, I, even though I haven't watched the series, um, Daredevil, I like we still got to see a little glimpse of him in, in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, we did. Which was awesome. Because he's a really good lawyer. <laughs> yeah, very good lawyer. Um, and, yeah, it like... it. I'm not overly surprised that he is being brought into this show because it's a 
court procedurals type show and he's a lawyer himself so yeah. it makes sense to have him in it to be honest and be, and you know it's a marvel character that um you know needs to be shown a bit more since since the um since the takeover by disney uh so yeah um i am definitely very interested in seeing more of matt murdoch and um i want to see how he lawyers <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> nice nice michael let's finish with your thoughts on on uh, the impending arrival of daredevil stop teasing us just get in yeah. <laughs> i had enough of the entrees i want my main meal <laughs> um yeah it's it's definitely a no-brainer that um a notorious uh, lawyer like matt mobadoc is going to be in this one because it's a lawyer procedural and it just makes sense. What doesn't make sense is why is he in LA? Mm. Very good question. Because, you know, Devil's Kitchen. It's in Hell Yeah, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah that one. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh It's in New York. It's in New York and this is on the other side of the country. Why is it? Yes. Surely he's not just coming over here for for a new suit. I hope it's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Ho- hopefully, there's a court procedural between h- him and Jen, or mm. Hulk, uh, She Hulk. Mm. She Hulk. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. That's yeah. why yeah. I was hoping for last week if it was the um, uh, the copyright issue that um, yeah, Matt Murdock yeah. was, was like a really good lawyer and <laughs> and he's representing um, uh, Titania. But yeah. no, it's some some dickhead. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be interesting. And apparently, he's just going to be in one episode, which is a shame. Oh really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Okay, well that doesn't entirely surprise me, but um, but yeah. Yeah. One episode. Hey, I'll take half an hour of Charlie Cox. Yeah, I'd happily take it. Yeah. Oh, bad joke. Don't. <laughs> take half an hour of cock. <laughs> Cox. It's getting late, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm digging myself deeper here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't going to plural it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not afraid. Never afraid. <laughs> anyway. Death by snoo snoo. Anyway. Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> well, that I think might be a, a nice note to wrap up yeah. the show on. Here's what a nice note. Cool. Yes, so those are our thoughts on episode five of She-Hulk, Mean Green and Straight Poured into These Jeans. Yes. Yeah. Float like a butterfly, Um, sting like a bee. Yep. Her name is not Muhammad Ali. Um, (laughs) Yes. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed. Looking for a man with a sturdy back and... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and a king size bed, and a reinforced, and a reinforced king size bed. Fantastic. My girl um, needs to get laid. Yes, yeah, she does. Well, she did. I guess. Yeah. But uh, but you know, she wrote that when she hadn't. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's thirsty. Uh, she's thirsty. <laughs> or she was. Yes, might still be. Yeah. Um, cool. So, She-Hulk, done, yes. and dusted. Popcorn culture, done, and dusted, which means time to 
finish the show. Yes, plug, 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 plug. No plugs. Yes, plug. Yes, plug. One plug. <laughs> um, show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> the three of us are uh, about to uh, star in a show at a Melbourne Fringe Festival next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets are on sale now for Radio Dada at the MC Showroom. Radio Dada. Radio Dada. Dada. <laughs> um, if you like comedy, if you like wacky, absurdist comedy especially, come check us out. It'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. Um, Foya and I will be making our stage debut, um, which is... Nerve-wracking is all hell, but yep. very exciting at the same time. It's right. I'll be um, there. I'm old hat. I've been on Mike, stage before. Michael has much experience yes. on the stage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, tickets are on sale now. Go to the Fringe website. Head to Writer's Block Theatre's uh, socials and website uh, for tickets as well. Yep. Um, running through uh, October 18th uh, to the 22nd um, for for those shows at the MC Showroom. 9pm every night That on those dates. Come and watch us. Yeah, Yay. tickets are going fast. Well, not really, but, you know, they, they say that so they can get people in. Okay. <laughs> tickets are selling. Yes, yeah. they are. Tickets are definitely selling. So, yes, they are. Yes. Snap them all up before they're gone. Like a Crunchyroll Expo. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, yes. oh, too soon. Oh. Ouch. Um, <laughs> that one hurts. That one hurts. I'm sorry. Ooh, um, do you need some aloe vera for that burn? Burn. <laughs> yes. Radio Dada coming soon to Melbourne Fringe. Check it out, please. Check it out. Come and support Writer's Block Theatre. Support independent theatre. Yeah. Melbourne, Australian theatre. Do it. You won't regret it. All right. That'll do it then. That'll wrap us up. Time to go. (gasps) That was was a podcast podcast called Fred. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching the video right now, make sure to like it, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of future content. And you can also check us out live over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Switch to Twitch. Twitchy, 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 true. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fuga And I've been the drippiest of drips, Margot Lister. <laughs> and and <clears throat> you just experienced a podcast called Friends. Remember to eat beef. Yes. Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and Jen uh, is getting more drip. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She's going to have a couple of more threads next week. Yeah. A couple more threads. Dripping threads. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for watching. Remember to look after yourself and your mental health. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Later, skaters. And...
Sí. sí.